What's a tuna melt? Yeah. Are you kidding? Now I know, now you know how I felt when he said you had never had a tamale. You've never had a tamale? You've never had a tamale. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Shenantics Podcast, the episode podcast thing that you're listening to right now into your ear holes. I am one of your lovely, lovely hosts here on the Shenantics Podcast. My name is Nicholas, but everyone calls me Skanky for some reason, even though I tell them not to. And M. Cole is my other host. How are you doing, M. Cole? I'm doing great, Nicholas. Uh, it's That's fantastic, Sean. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, my name's not Sean. My name's M. Cole. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Sorry. It's okay, Nicholas. It's okay. Um, okay. No pro- No problem. Uh, no No problems. M- we're, fu- we're fine. M. Cole? M. Cole. Yeah, yes, yes. It's uh, M. Cole. The emphasis, the emphasis is on the M. Okay, McCole. Yes. <laughs> so what's going on? How was your week and how have things changed in your life since the last podcast that we did? Oh my God, I love Minecraft. Um, like I can't get enough. Oh, I, I, <laughs> oh, I was expecting like a eh, nothing much, but okay, this is good. No, this is good. It, we have something to go on here. Yeah, no, it's uh, so so this week we so about a year ago, a little more than a year ago, maybe it was like a year and a half ago. Um, I promised I was going to launch a modded Minecraft server for people to play on because we've had a vanilla one yeah. the entire time, and be like, oh, we want to play modded, and I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll get around to it. And I kept like promising, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like next month we'll do it. I just kept kicking it down the road, and so I uh. I finally committed and uh, we put together like a nice little basic simple mod pack of like building type mods and we launched that on uh, Saturday morning and I wanted to do nothing else besides just play that nonstop. Like I wanted to like, oh, that's great. Get rid of all like real world responsibilities. I want to see if I could take the entire week off work and just like sit in my <laughs> chair. Of, like, I don't know. It's great though. Don't you love when you find a game that you could do that yeah. with? Yeah, No, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. It makes me remember why I love Minecraft so much. So I always am like, oh god, Minecraft. But when I really think about it, when I I remember when I first bought it mm-hmm. and I got it and I started playing it and oh god, it was just you could do anything. Yeah, no, and scary. I just loved that feeling. Like you could build all this shit and it's it's a really feel good kind of game. It really because you could do so much. Yeah, no, it really is. It's a uh, yeah when you first. The first time you ever get into Minecraft and you start to like grasp like what you're able to do, it's like I don't know, it's like kind of changes like a lot of your perspective on things. And like you just like you're like building universes. Like it's fun to hop in and do just whatever. Like just yeah, build, build stuff. So um yeah, no, I love I love that game so much. So I actually have all of my pretty much all of my old builds saved. I had a custom like server set up that was like had a like a plot grid type thing and i imported uh-huh. all my different like builds from different um like single player and server worlds that i had going on so it was kind of oh. cool to be able to like walk through and just like look at them all and then be like oh man i remember building that but then you could also see like how things progressed like the first thing i ever built was a castle but like in my mind it was huge and epic and then when i imported it into this world like it was really tiny <laughs> like very <laughs> very 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 small so it was but it's just kind of funny because like i was like in my mind i was, I was I built this big epic castle um and i still love it. i think it's still turned out really really well but just like the messing around and learning various different things it was uh 
it was a very very cool experience but it's cool to see like how i progress and like different builds i've made and like how like you can tell like i am getting slightly better at minecraft as it yeah, goes on yeah so but it, uh no i love that game i could spend just hours in it but. so talk to me talk to me about the mods because i always felt like modded minecraft confused me a lot and i guess maybe it's because i've never played it and mm-hmm. i've only watched people play it mm-hmm. but like i was watching your stream yesterday mm-hmm. uh, because i'm a really good friend yes you are and when I was when I was well, I was lurking mostly, but uh, lurkers are great. Yes. Um, when I was watching, you were doing this thing with like your transmutation what table, yes table. Like I don't know what the fuck you were doing. I uh, you I I was very confused. I didn't either. And, so it was no. All right. So I, like, but the other thing I wanted to say quickly yeah. is that it is so cool. <laughs> All the crazy shit that you could do in Minecraft that it could make the game confusing. The, yeah. the simplest game possible yeah. can become the wildest thing ever, mm-hmm. which is kind of sick. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, so, like a little bit of like kind of like a backstory type thing is when I first found Twitch. When I first started watching Twitch, I was watching Minecraft because that was the game I was really into at the time. And plus, I feel like it lends itself really well to like streaming. Right? There's not like story based mm-hmm. games, so there's no spoilers, and any stream you hop in is pretty much different right because like no not everyone's taking the same path or not all their worlds look the same and stuff like that so i jumped in and i wanted to watch minecraft stream and the one of the first streams i found was bacon donut and i had played pretty much um vanilla minecraft without anything like and it was just the one that gets released from mojang just played that and so i don't think I even knew what modded minecraft is and i jump in he's playing sky factory which is a mod pack he makes and literally like blew my mind because like there's blocks and machines and the things are doing stuff and like I just I couldn't comprehend what was going on and I was like this is the coolest thing ever like I called my friend up that like plays Minecraft with me I'm like I just saw like the craziest thing ever like I want to do <laughs> this um but the the thing is that I never have really played modern Minecraft until like now like I think I played a little bit like two or three years ago when ammunition had a sub server going that had some mods in it um it's so, like i played a little bit of them but i never really learned any mods and so like when i'm one thing that's kind of like i know about mods because i've watched a lot of minecraft but like mod of minecraft i haven't really played it so i know things about like tinker's construct but like i don't know it well enough that like i can do it without any assistance i'm like <laughs> i don't yeah. know what i'm doing somebody's to help me this isn't working um and so so it is kind of like a little bit of intimidating to get into um but like yeah there's just it's just crazy stuff so like what the one that you're talking about with the transmutation table is there's this mod called project e and what project e basically does and i love it i don't think i ever want to play minecraft without it in a version of minecraft again um what project e does is it basically says every item in minecraft is worth a certain value right so like hypothetically like cobblestone is worth one of this value and the for theirs it's called emc so it's like it's worth one emc and diamonds are worth like 400 emc hypothetically it's actually 8,000. um but like diamonds are worth a lot of emc and so what you could do is you could put in a lot of cobblestone into the system it converts the cobblestone to emc and then you could take back out other items from the system so if i didn't have a diamond but i needed one i could put in 8,000 cobblestone and take out one diamond right but like there's other ones Whoa. that have like higher oh. higher conversion rates right so let's say iron was worth hypothetically a thousand emc i could put in 
eight iron and take out a diamond. There's different conversion rates, but like that's the kind of the idea you get. So, or you could do it the opposite way. Let's say I need a ton of wood to build a giant wooden structure. I have one diamond. I could put that diamond in and probably take out like seven, eight, nine stacks of wood to go build with. And so basically what it does is Minecraft says, okay, the grind is still there. So it's not so much like creative where you still need to get resources to get EMC, but it seems weird to be like you have to hunt down specific resources, right? So, um, and a big one is like they have the different stone variants. Like, so they have regular stone, then they have andesite, diorite, um, granite. And so, like, those ones are a little bit harder because you don't really can't go to a specific place to find a bunch of it. So, if I needed a lot of andesite to make a build, well, I'm gonna end up with like you know, seven chests of cobblestone as I try and find all the andesite where this one goes, well, that seems silly to have all that. Like, let's just make it so you can go mine cobble and everything else and get andesite out of the system. Um, uh-huh. That's how it works. And so what I was doing yesterday to get the system to work, you have to find the item first before you could take it out of the system. And so I was kind of going around the world and collecting a whole bunch of different blocks and items to put them oh. in. So that way when I go and build, I can just kind of also pull them back out whenever I want or need them. Um, so like, that's an example of one of the mods a lot of the ones we have like add new like decorating type blocks so you get can have like cooler looking structures and then we have like i don't know quality of life type stuff so like tinker's construct adds different types of tools and so it adds a hammer which mines a three by three block of blocks right so mine out nine blocks instead of one block at a time so that makes it much easier to you know, go through and mine for materials compared to vanilla Minecraft where you just have a pickaxe where it's one block at a time. Um, And so it's kind of when we developed the pack, uh, Tiny's the one that picked out the mods to use. We, like, the idea was let's have it lightweight because I'm running it on a server and I don't want to have to worry about crashes or resources or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, try and make it as simple as possible, make it building focused because a lot of people in the community don't have experience with minecraft let alone mod of minecraft so it's like let's make it easy for them to be able to hop on in and kind of play and learn and we can all kind of learn together so it's kind of as i'd say it's probably more focused at beginners not people that play lots of mod of minecraft they could be bored in it unless like they really like building then it's a good mod pack for them so but it was cool that's really cool i didn't even know wait so how much would it be to like make a like a let's see just like an iron sword or something. So I like so the iron sword. Like I mean, you you have the standard recipes, and so when you put like a iron sword into the thing, like they try and have everything kind of relative to each other. So like I uh-huh. don't I don't know exactly what the what the resources are because I also haven't taken an iron sword out of my um my transmutation mm-hmm. table so i don't know it's 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 hard to say i know for sure like diamonds are eight thousand worth eight thousand emc about a little more than that emeralds are worth like sixteen thousand right so if i found one emerald i put one emerald into the the system i can take two diamonds out Got so it. it's a uh, i know that and then like dirt and cobble is i think between one and ten um, so like uh-huh. you know, they're very common, so they're very very cheap. But uh, yeah, because I was gonna say it might maybe in some cases it might even be just easier to just craft a sword rather than yeah, could be. It could, but kinda. one nice thing also because like I was kind of getting into this and it's like trying to retrain my brain how to think about it, where I would be taking out component pieces for it. So like uh-huh. if I was making something and that thing required um like four stone on a crafting table, well instead of that I could just instead of pulling out four stone like I kept doing, I can just pull out 
the end item, whatever it was I was making. So instead of pulling out two iron and one stick out of the system and then having to then assemble it, I can just pull out the sword, which is another nice ah. thing because it takes out a step of crafting it if you just have the end item in there, which is kind of nice. What a cool idea, yeah, isn't it? I that I think it's I think it's I think it's really really cool. Different people that play modded different. It's kind of controversial in some things because like if you like to play like the mechanical type mods where you build machines that like go out and mine ore and process ore and do that and like collect it and like put it into a storage system. Like some people that like that progression type thing, um, where you have to like grind out certain levels of it to get the next thing and stuff like that. They aren't always a big fan of Project E because it doesn't work well with that type of thing and it feels kind of cheap for the way they look at it. But I feel like for people that like to build, it is a great mod. Right, because it kind of leaves in enough of the grind where it's satisfying, but takes out some of the nitpicky, annoying parts of it. But ah. it's awesome. I love it. So, like I said, never. So, yep. I'm gonna pitch a stream idea. Okay. That includes both of us together because I just love being able to stream with both of yes, us. Yes, that is fun. Because I'm trying to force my force you to play more games with <laughs> okay, me. Okay, yeah. Why do you sound nervous? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't very convincing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> What's your idea? <laughs> All right, so let's get like five people together, or four, okay. five, five or four people, including us, mm -hmm. and we f go out there. We find a Minecraft seed where it's just one lonely island in the middle of the water, okay. and it's permadeath, mm -hmm. and we just try to survive. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Sky Factory? Yes! <laughs> so what you're basically pitching is Sky Factory. Okay, so my idea is not innovative at all. <laughs> I'd be down. I would be, that would be, I think that'd be really, really fun. So for those of you guys that don't know what Sky... Never mind! No, forget it. <laughs> for those of you guys that don't know what Sky Factory forget is, it. is, it's a mod pack where you start off on a single block of dirt with one tree in the middle of the open sky. And so if you fall off, you die. Um, and then everything you kind of build comes from that. Um, and you kind of build your world out from there. So it's a, it's a very, very fun mod pack uh, and very cool to watch. So I'd be down for a Sky Factory. Uh, or well, mine's not in the sky. It's, it's an island. It's so different. <laughs> yes. We could put water around this block in the sky if you want. <laughs> you could also make a... You can, I, think, I think there's ways to generate a seed in the way that you want. So we wouldn't even have to find a perfect seed. We could generate an island-type seed. Oh, you can? Mm -hmm. I don't even know how seeds work, honestly. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> I know the basics. I know the parts <laughs> that I do know, but that's not very much. <laughs> so... Okay, like, yeah. So whatever, forget yeah, it. There's generator type options. Um, I think that's even in just standard vanilla, where you can say like, I want X, like I want like significantly more water, um, or like less land, or like I feel like there's things to do around that. Um, and the second thing mm -hmm. we do is if you find a seed, or if you make a seed with an island and water, you could put in what's called a world border, so that you couldn't. Like if there was other land masses out somewhere in the world, you would actually never be able to read them or reach them because like Truman Show ish, where now that you've seen it, you kind of take the boat out and then you bump into the wall and you're like, oh, this is the end of my Truman world. Truman world. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've never seen that movie before, so I don't know what you're talking. It's about. a great movie. You should watch it sometime. Yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> Wait, I did. Just kidding. 
It is now his favorite movie of all time, you guys. You heard it here first. It's a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie. I liked it a lot. Have you seen the new Jim Carrey um, documentary that just came out on Netflix? No, is it good? Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but it looks really I good. I have to watch that tonight. Um, it's called uh, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond. Oh, I'll check this out. Um, it looks kind of kind of weird. Yeah. But um well Jim Carrey is kind of out there nowadays. Yeah. But um I don't know, I watched the trailer for it and I I saw an interview with Jim Carrey that he was doing about mm -hmm. it. Um and besides of course his interesting views on life, what happens is this so this documentary is um all behind the scenes footage of Jim Carrey on the set of Man on the Moon. Okay. And it was him playing Andy Kaufman. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing is kind of like how he got into characters Andy Kaufman and how he lost himself while becoming Andy Kaufman and couldn't, when he came out the other side and the movie was over, he couldn't find Jim Carrey anymore. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, I think, um, I remember hearing about that whole part of it like back when Man on the Moon or whatever it was called uh, came out, so mm -hmm. um, actually I I might watch that tonight. That sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. There you go. Look at that. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm giving you all this entertainment. Exactly. I uh, I also speaking of documentaries, I watched the Lady Gaga documentary. Ah, I've heard about that. I thought one. that was really good. I thought that was really really good. What is it called again? Uh, I don't remember. Gaga. Come on, come on, man! You got to give me this. It might just be Gaga Five Foot Two. Yeah, that's it. That's it. What a what a weird name for a. <laughs> are, you are you surprised? Are you surprised? Like, don't call it. Like, why? Why this? The why the? I don't know. I don't like the Five Feet Two. That's weird. Whatever, it's fine. But yeah, okay, that's cool. I'm, okay, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked that. I thought It'll... that was. Uh, I thought it was a good. Uh, a good good film. Kind of, it's kind of interesting to see like. The but like I don't the behind the scenes are like just like the life of people where we only see the public facing image of them. So yeah, yeah. It was uh, it followed her through like album creation or something, mm -hmm, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. Yeah, it was good. It was I liked that one a lot. So good doc. Yes, that was documentaries. And I'm awesome. calling. Mm -hmm. Now this has nothing to do with documentaries. Yeah. But we talked about this before the podcast went on. I want to talk about it on the podcast, but you saw some beautiful people last oh night. Oh my God, I saw all the beautiful people last night. Talk to me about who you saw, what you did, and why. So, hung out with friends, IRL friends made from Twitch uh, that we've wow. mentioned many, many, many a times. Um, uh, it was... What K Dig, Dark Lancer, uh, Death Cake, Coco, Foolish, uh, Jaded, and Doom. Um, we're all out. We were out celebrating K Dig's birthday, so we went out and got some barbecue food. It was amazing. Um, nice. But it, no, it was it was great. It's uh, what one cool thing is I don't know. I it's so we we went out to dinner and I think we let's see dinner was I think started at seven seven thirty. I didn't get home till like one thirty. 
Um, just because savage, right? No, but like we're just sitting, like literally sitting at the restaurant, and then we like get up to leave, and I think we stood outside the restaurant for like two more hours. <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. We like, but because like we have so much to like talk about, and so like, it's, wait, was it cold? It was. It was. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm from Chicago. You're from New York. Like you know, like when it's winter time and it gets down to like ten degrees, if it ever gets back up to like thirty five, like oh, it's warm out. Like I could wear a wear like a light light jacket today. So <laughs> I kind of love that. <laughs> right? Like right now, it's like thirty. I'm like, oh god, it's kind of cold. Yeah. But once it gets to like five degrees, <laughs> I mean, I'll be wearing shorts when it's thirty. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's, I think it's hilarious because it happens all the time. Where I'm like, oh, it's a nice day out today, and it's like thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> ah, a little brisk, exactly. but mm, light jacket. Yeah, weather. people in California would like have a heart attack if they saw. They'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, so it was it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't too bad out. It was pretty. It was a nice mild time. I think we also commented on that about how there's no snow, which is which is interesting. Yeah. So it's a mild winter so far. Um. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but no, it was great. It was, it, I kind of just, like, we have, I mean, I also, with people that stream, like, you can't ever get us to shut up about anything. And so, I like, also hang, happens when you hang out, like, in real life, like, you just keep talking forever. Like, there's no ending point because everything that you say can lead to something else. And it's like, the stories just never stop. Um, which yeah. is, it, which is fun. It's a great time. I, uh. One thing I love and what I like, I would actually said this to them. Um, so I was taking pictures with everyone beforehand because I love taking pictures because it's always fun when you see those later down the road. But I also had to post them because I was like, I need to take pictures, I need to post them because it makes me feel really cool. Because these are people that other people like admire or like or think are really cool on the internet. I'm like, I get to hang out with them, I get to go hang out with Foolish right now. I was like, I gotta make sure everyone else that plays PUBG with Foolish knows that M. Cole's cool enough that Foolish is gonna talk to him. <laughs> in real life like taking pictures with coco and stuff like that like it's just i love i love taking pictures because i'm like look at this look at this i'm so you like i'm popular skanky i'm popular so modest <laughs> so modest <laughs> no but it's but no but it's, it's great though it's like i because you have you just have people that have such strong same similar interests as you that and you don't like some of them you don't get to talk to all the time like i haven't really talked to death cake that much because we've both been you know super busy with like work and everything but um we both love overwatch and we're also very excited for the overwatch league which is coming up actually the first games the preseason matches start on wednesday um so it's just cool to be able to like sit there and just like chat with him about overwatch league whereas like in my normal everyday life there's not that many other people that actually care about something like that to talk to so you know, we get to talk about that. Uh, Coco went through my Tinder profile because we were telling the stories. Oh. We we're telling the stories about that. She's like, "Oh, I want to see." Because I said I mentioned I posted it to Discord because you know we also talked about Shenantics, and so she yeah. wanted to go through and go through and see what the profile looked like. She gave it a thumbs up. She said it was it was it was good. So I feel like wait, quick sidebar: yes. what happened to the girl that you super liked? Oh my god, we didn't talk about this on Shenantics. No, we, I didn't. I don't even know anything about it. <laughs> so I gotta tell a story to you guys. <laughs> <gasps> should wait should we finish the other thing yeah yeah we'll finish the other thing this? and then we'll get over to the, the... okay wow okay, this okay. is I'm a excited this now. is a first for shenanigans to like stay on topic and then and yeah then transition. i know right so, I'm, it's a new thing we're trying exactly um anyways but no so it was it was just it was a great it was a great night out it was it was a lot of fun and they're all great people but it's uh oh yeah. i think i think one thing that i love about it is it really it truly shows the like friendship like connection type of twitch that we you know talk about and stuff like that that like there are actual like people that like 
are like th- like it shows like in the meat space that have, these friendships are actually something. So in a yeah. way that people could kind of understand. But it was funny because we're like all standing there like talking about Twitch on like the sidewalk outside the restaurant. We're like, if anyone walks by, they'd be like, "What are you guys like? What's going on?" I'd be like. It's hard to explain. We're all friends. And they're like, oh, where did you guys meet? It's like, all right. So there's this website called Twitch. <laughs> but anyways, but no, it was. Takes out the app. Here, here, exactly, you go. Here, here, follow all of us. We'll give a, give a little shout out. To it. But no, it was it was good. It was fun. So that's awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time. It was a great time. I always. But whenever this happens, I'm always like, oh, man, I want to meet up with people more often. Like, there's no reason that we can't hang out more often. And then I feel bad because like it doesn't doesn't happen because we get busy or other things come up which i'm like oh, i think i've been i mean it's so cool that like you have all those people in chicago mm-hmm. you know yeah. no it's yeah it's great I, I love it i love it well i think the chicago twitch meetup probably was super helpful in that. oh yeah i mean that's pretty much where almost all of these friendships started it's pretty much from that um and then kind of grew out from there so like i didn't not everyone that like i know the chicagoland area i met from there but like a lot of, like i foolish i never i didn't meet foolish at that at the first meetup that him both him and i had gone to um i only met foolish later after coco had met him at that meetup and her and death cake were talking about how great his stream was and then i went over and saw oh. foolish's stream and you know, from there, like we've hung out, we've seen, we've seen each other at meetups, obviously. And I actually had the most recent meetup. I I had to only could stop there for like a quick minute. I was thinking I was there for like 20, 30 minutes because I had to go. My one of my friends uh, had just passed the bar, so I went to go celebrate with them. And so I had to stop by real quick and see everyone. And like I had left, I think I was like three blocks away. And Foolish like texted me, he's like, I just got here. And so I like turned back around. I was like, I gotta go see Foolish. <laughs> I don't care. Go back to the meetup so I can see him real quick and say Aww. hi and then leave. So, but yeah, no, I adore Foolish. Um, so Tinder, like it's it's, it's yes. not a, it's yeah. not a shenanigans podcast without Tinder. Oh, uh, it's. So this is a big deal. This is guys. this is this was uh this was it relates very well to something that we talked about on the on the thing is that we talked about that there's like the pay to win Tinder part of super liking where if you give money then you can if you pay money you can get a certain number of what they're called a super likes and it shows up differently on somebody's um, profile and like every once in a while they give you one free one to kind of like give you a taste and like maybe I'll jump into the pay to win system yeah of course um, and but the re- I don't like it because I always do it on accident if you swipe right you like the person if you swipe upwards you super like them and so like sometimes my right swipe is a little bit too vertical and it's like you just super like Jenny and I was like oh god <laughs> you know what why don't they have like a thing well I guess maybe to I guess. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna ask. It's kind of silly now, but why don't they have like a confirmation when you swipe right. up? Like, especially if it's something that you pay for. I you should. I guess it's because like, oh well, you fucked up. Better buy another <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, that I might guess, be like, you know, like oh, if you were saving that for someone special, like, might as well go buy it again. But uh, right, it's kind of silly yeah. though. I, uh, you would think that they would have a confirmation uh, anyway. Yeah, whatever. Uh, actually, on. I think they might have like a confirmation like the first time to say this is what you're doing. But then oh, the second yeah, time yeah, you yeah, do yeah, it, yeah. it just does it. Like, oh, they now know what this is, so they're not going to do it on accident. But I do it on accident. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. The nice yeah. thing is, I don't have any more. Like, if I do it on accident, it brings up this like thing to buy more. I was like, oh no, no. <laughs> How much are they? I don't remember. I think it's like I think you get like five super likes for like three or four dollars or something like that. 
Oh, I, I, I'm not. I'm not positive. We'll just we'll assume that's true. Um, okay. All right. Anyways, so it was. I think it was like two weeks ago. I was out with a few friends, and we were out playing pinball and drinking drinks and having a you know a good old night. And I hop over on Tinder and like you know swiping around, and all of a sudden this very cute girl um super likes me and i was like oh snap i was like holy crap i have so of course i have to take a screenshot of it i hop over to discord i post in discord i'm like i'm like you guys should i message her and see if this see if this was a mistake (laughs) or if like she really did super like me and so we're all like laughing about it and um her name was shannon and i was like so i'm sitting there and i'm like ooh, like i don't now i gotta think of a really good message to send shannon because she like super liked me so now i think like super likes actually work because i was a little flattered by it i was like oh oh thank you like i feel i feel really good right now anyway so the night goes on and then like i'm posting stuff to discord like throughout the night about various other things and then it's like about like three o'clock in the morning and uh irish titan bear says is i'm called drunk right now and 100 percent seriously i go and i'm like no i'm not drunk i'm fine i was like but i guys i don't think it's gonna work out with sharon and lc comes in and goes <laughs> m cole's not drunk he just doesn't remember her name is shannon and i was like oh That's my god good. but yeah so so um so sharon slash shannon uh super liked me and i never messaged her so nothing ever came of it wait you never messaged her no skinky why skinky i'm playing hard to get no i'm kidding that's not why (laughs) that that was a joke no i actually didn't message her for there was actually two reasons so uh she was very attractive but she also like in tinder i'll show you how far away the person is from you and when i went into her profile said she was like 400 miles away and so this was over Thanksgiving when it happened. And so part of me was wondering, was she visiting family when I saw it? So she was far away because like she was out visiting her parents that live in a different state and she would be back home. Or was it the opposite that she had come into the Chicagoland area to visit family and now she was gone and went back home. And so I was like, I kind of like kept waiting to see if it ever got back into like within like you know 10 miles where she would be back in the city but it never really did but then the second thing also is that based on what was in her profile i really don't think it would be a good match like biggest example i'm a huge like introvert and her profile says i'm an extrovert looking for a fellow extrovert i'm like we are not gonna mesh well <laughs> like like i feel uh, like i know i'm not providing the uh the outgoingness that you're gonna want in a partner um but there's a few other things i just felt like we probably would be great friends i just don't feel like on the dating aspect it would probably go very well so um uh, so i'm not sure so Call you can't you can't have everyone live next door to you. Come 400 on, four hundred miles away, Skanky. I think we're four hundred miles away. And take a plane, <laughs> and we we have a hard enough time scheduling when we talk during the week. <laughs> we do, we do have a yeah. Time. So I don't, I don't, but okay. Yes, you can't, you can't. This is your love, possibly, Uncle. possibly my love. You know how they say, oh, there's got to be a girl out there on, on this planet for you. Well, the planet doesn't necessarily mean Chicago, Chicago M. Cole. But maybe we should start with Chicago and then branch you know out concentric on. circles. What if she lives in New York? Perfect. Oh my God, you're right. I then should you can come her. to New York, hang out with her, mostly come to see me, and then we'll be good. All right. Hold on. Messaging her now. Hi, Sharon. <laughs> I'm Shannon. 
No, I, honestly though, but no, at this point, <laughs> at this point, I can't date her because I actually, I, I mean, you know, I'm gonna mess up her name. I like at one point I'm gonna call her Sharon. Oh, that's gonna be super. And, like, and then, or or let's say I, I am completely get it like perfect every single time. And I always call her Shannon, and then one time we're like hanging out. For example, one time it's like me, Skanky, and Sharon slash Shannon. We like go out for drinks, and then Skanky's like, "I have this great story to tell you about him." Call <laughs> one night when he was out drinking. I'm like, "No, wait, why are you calling him Emcall? <laughs> and why did you call him Skanky?" No, she's she's she's. <laughs> I'm offended. She's still 307 <laughs> miles away. Um, she that's close. She went to the University of Alabama, so I'm thinking she's in Alabama. Okay, maybe. I mean, I guess she has family in Chicago. That's what I'm thinking. Or she was visiting Chicago for something else. Well, the only way to find out is to talk to her. Miss Messenger. Yeah, I don't know. She super liked she you. She super liked me, but she... Now, the extrovert thing, maybe she's just... May, I mean, she put that on her profile, but maybe she's just putting it out there. You know, like... I don't know. Maybe she's not really super extrovert. All right, Sharon... Reading her profile, she's wine, cheese, and cl- classic cocktail lover, like that, oh, but I make fun okay. of foodies. Classic style, social graces, and wit. Wait, that's kind of right? weird. Right? <laughs> that's the one that, like, anyways. Um, <laughs> but but I, feel like, I feel like she. I love custom cocktails, but fuck you, exactly. foodies. I feel like she is a foodie, so I don't know if she's being, like, snarky, sarcastic, kind of like tongue-in-cheek or if like she really is like i just don't like foodies um so then she says classic style social graces and wit sum me up i'm into boating and holding my own on the dance floor i'm a quoter everything i know i've learned from the moth and the onion uh want a fellow extrovert and cliche alert in parentheses travel companion none of my snapchat filter none of my snapchats have filters what's your personality in three fictional characters so I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's a. I like to hold my own on the dance floor as long as she's understands me holding my own on the dance floor is making a huge embarrassment of me and everyone in the vicinity of me. <laughs> so like if she's okay with that, then I, I'm down with that part. I will say I really I don't think I can do it successfully, but I really like her last question with a sum your sum up your personality in three fictional characters. And mm. I've actually been thinking about that for weeks. Like, not to respond to her, but I was like, what is my answer if I was to sum myself up in three fictional characters? And I think the problem is I give a lot of weight to things that are more recent. So I'm we're, I'm currently rereading Harry Potter. And so everything I'm thinking of is like Harry Potter characters. I'm like, I'm like, no other fictional character exists to me right now because I can't get past this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, am I more of a Hermione or like am I kind of like a Dumbledore? And like, am I just really full of myself? by thinking this so it was yeah i don't know well who how would you sum up yourself in three fictional characters oh it's so hard i was so scared you're gonna ask me <laughs> yeah, that you knew it was coming <laughs> uh that's it's really that's hard that's really hard there's so many characters to choose yeah. from and i feel like none of them correspond i, I feel like i'd be a little bit of a bigsby from the wolf among us i think if i just picked okay. uh video game characters she'd be okay with that Mm. No, I don't know. Should be like what? I don't know. I well, here I already got an intro for you when you when you're gonna message okay. her. I was gonna message you sooner when you super likes me, but 
You know, I've just been thinking about your last question for weeks now because I want to make sure it's perfect. Like, that's actually true. true. (laughs) That's true. Exactly. It is true. Even better. Yeah, I might have to. So you're not lying off the rip. You're right. I might have to do that. I might have to do that. Dude, I have no idea what fictional characters are. Like, I can't even name... Humpty Dumpty. I can't. I'm not even. Th- I'm like even thinking Overwatch <laughs> characters. I'm like maybe Bastion. Like, oh, don't give me. That. I'm a broken robot that's that. finding his way, and he has a little bird friend named Skanky. Like, I think that would be. <laughs> yes, yeah, you are Granny Meat. So, I, I maybe I'd be Shit, May. Maybe I'd be May. It's gonna be May. Yes. I'm trying to. God, this is really right? hard. I feel like that's too hard of a question. Like you want to give, like I don't, like it's really great because it's a conversation starter type thing. But also, I feel like she, uh, it's a little bit like higher, like difficulty wise, is a little bit too difficult. Like she's got to bump that down to easy mode for me. So she's like, here's a conversation starter, but it's a nice softball over the plate for you. Like just knock it out of the park. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, hmm. so, I don't know. I can't really think of. I don't know, maybe I'm just having a tough time thinking of fictional characters that I could relate to in some yeah. way, rather than fictional characters that I yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. I think that's another thing. You, you know? know? No, I agree. Huh. I agree. Because there's somewhere I'm like, I really, I think that character is very well portrayed. I feel like it really came to life, but like, it does not embody anything about me. Like, like, we might be polar opposites, yeah. but I totally respect that fictional character. Or it could be one that's like, I really wish I was that fictional character, but that's not who I am today. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Forget it. We're not going to answer the question because everyone listening is going to answer this yes. question. Me and M. Call, who, what three characters does, fictional characters, do me and M. Call, uh, well, what's the question exactly? <laughs> Embody? Yeah, what three characters best embody <laughs> me and Skakey? What is this? Who are you? I'm so confused. We're, we're recording something? This is, uh, this is Antic Shen. What? what am I doing? Oh my god, I think we, I think she broke us. I think... Emcole, I found some candy in my, um, like from mm-hmm. Halloween. And I've just been eating it. So, all did you go trick or treating, or did you just do the adult trick or treating where you went to the store and bought the discount candy the day afterwards? No, no, no. This is the stuff that you give out to the kids. Oh, I don't give out candy to kids. What are you like, eighty years no, old? No, there's. We don't really get trick or treaters where I'm at. Oh, okay. So, tell me. A, this is really late. I don't know why I'm <laughs> asking this now. But Halloween, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy December, by the way, everybody. <laughs> Did you ever get any weird things when you were a kid trick-or-treating? I don't think so. Really? I think I just got, like, standard candy, pretty much. No Yeah, did you get weird stuff? I feel like you had to have. Yeah! Oh, I think I told told this on stream once. It's actually a really funny story. (laughs) So, we used to make, like, a loop. Like, from a house. So, like, you would go all the way around, and you would hit the neighbors of my house last. Mm -hmm. So we have this neighbor who I never talked to mm-hmm. as a kid, never really even saw him. And we went to, he was going to his house and I guess he had run out of candy. <laughs> so they were like, I was like, oh, it looks like we ran out of candy guys, but wait one second. So we're like, okay, weird. So his wife, like really old lady, wife comes out and <laughs> in her hands is a muffin top. Hey, what? 
in a napkin. Oh my god. And she's like, happy Halloween, and she places it into her bag. Wait, into the bags? Like, is, is was the muffin top in like a Ziploc bag or something? It was just in a napkin. Oh my god. Because that's what you want. You want your muffin top sitting on a bunch of wrappers that kids are putting their hands in the bucket all day. Like, And I mean, this was a muffin top. I mean, it was huge. What kind of muffin was it? I think it was just like a plain muffin. Yeah. Like, just nothing on it. And also, I mean, unless it's very different in New York, you go trick-or-treating at night, so it's like, that muffin's probably been around all day, at least. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That, that do, you think, like, do you think she's giving you the muffin top and, like, looking down the street and seeing, like, another group of kids approaching? She's like, ah, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> well, we use the muffin top. I don't know what's maybe, next. <laughs> maybe she has, like, a lifetime supply of muffins. Yeah, top. or I was thinking, like, if you just, like, waited long enough, she'd eventually just start giving you actual valuable crap out of their house. Like, <laughs> here. Here, do you want a pair of shoes? I used shoes? to get quarters sometimes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that'd yeah. Be, that'd be down People used that. to give us quarters. That'd be, cool. that'd be yeah. fun. Not. I used to get a lot of candy, yeah. but you know, some weird shit here and there. Yeah, that is as muffin tops beats that. Oh god, yeah, I don't think amazing. I ever got anything weird. Now that I think about it, I mean, maybe I did, but maybe I was just like in a sugar coma afterwards. You just, just ate everything everything. anyway, no matter what it was. I'm a, I'm a very okay. You don't like candy. Yeah, I was such a weird kid. Um, I. <laughs> Still a weird I am kid. Still a weird kid. Like I feel like what I'm about to say is like not going to be surprising at all. Um, no, I don't like I don't like sweets, and so I didn't really like candy even when I was a kid. Um, and so where a lot of like kids they would eat like they'd bring it home, be excited to eat like tons of candy. Like I maybe bring it home and like have one piece. I just really like the like the the exercise of going to collect the candy around the neighborhood um, and having all the candy and then I really enjoyed getting home and sorting out all the candy <laughs> and like that was yeah. my Halloween enjoyment I didn't give a crap what happened to the candy You're afterwards so I weird. am so weird I didn't care what happened to the candy afterwards as long as I got to, got to go get candy and then organize it at home on the table and then call it a <laughs> night <laughs> like that was that should be in your Tinder profile <laughs> right that no one will message me <laughs> so <laughs> I'll tell you though, my uh, my not liking sweets is I've gotten a lot of negative feedback on this recently. Like if I go out to dinner, people are like we're getting dessert, everyone loves dessert. I'm like, yeah, no, I'll pass. Like, oh, what you on a diet or something? I was like, well, I mean, really, I shouldn't be eating it, but like also, no, I just don't like dessert. Like, what? The only people that don't eat dessert are people that are dieting. I'm like, no, I'm just not not feeling it. Sorry, sorry. I've never been a big fan of dessert either. I usually don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. But there's a lot of people that do like. That's like, like I don't think I ever do. So like, like if I want the dessert menu, I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Thank you. Um, and I'm now like realizing there's this entire other world of people that kind of plan their dinner around getting dessert. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Depend, like they'll make their whole dinner. Yeah, like they'll maybe eat less or they'll get a lighter meal because they want to make sure they can have dessert at the end. And I just, that seems weird to I me. I feel like this is like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Might be. No, Jerry, we have to go there. They have a better dessert. But it's not all about the desserts. Yes. Oh <laughs> man, no. Yeah, we should. We should do that. We should do that. You and I should start a show called a yeah, sitcom. sitcom. A sitcom called Curb Your Shenantics. Curb, curb your shenantics. Something like that. Curb your shenantics, Feld. Something. Some, yeah, something like, like that. that. <laughs> something like that. Shenantics, your shenantics curb. Shenantics, your curb. Yeah, there hmm. we go. That works too. That works. 
Shenantics, you're a curb eld. Entourage. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> there better. we go. Let's go with that. We'll, just, we'll start a show called Entourage. That'd be great. No, but we'll call it Entourage. Entourage. Yeah. So adds a little yes. bit. Entourage. Perfect. It adds a little bit of. Yeah, I like that. I That's do good. I, do I feel like I feel like though to really understand and like have our vision come through, we need to like get with somebody that is willing to put money behind it. And I think HBO puts a lot of money behind the Dragon Show, so I think they would be a good <laughs> the Dragon. It would be show. a good one for Entourage. So I think that'd be good. Then we could also kind of like pit like Netflix and HBO against each other and like be like, no, you know, HBO is going to give us this much funding for uh, the first seven seasons. What do, what are you going to offer us Netflix? So that's, that's what our business plan is for Entourage. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just organizing my candy over here. <laughs> like, so no, it's great. Yeah, you surprised me. Thank you. Thank you. Speak. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment, but okay. Speaking of uh, Netflix and HBO, though, um, do you know what I uh-huh. did Friday night? What'd you do you Friday know, night? Did you? I thought we were friends. Um, no, Friday night went. I what? Friday night I went to go see Nick Offerman's show in Chicago. Oh, how was it? Was it was really good. I really liked it. That's good. It, it, Wait, was stand-up? So that's the thing. That's the thing is I don't know how to describe it because like uh-huh. it like technically is like stand-up, but it's he doesn't do like a stand-up routine. Like it's more like a show or a story. Like he played the guitar and sang for parts of it, and like yeah, have like had like little like little jokey type things they talked about. But no, it was it was really really good. I think he is just an amazing, awesome person. So it's uh he sings he sings a song near the end which I loved about how like Parks and Rec was like one of the best things that's ever happened to him but now he's living mm-hmm. with the consequences that like he's like I am not Ron Swanson <laughs> like I know you think I'm Ron <laughs> Swanson but like I cannot do what Ron Swanson did because I would die my liver would fail I would have a heart attack from all that meat like I can't eat a dozen eggs and like a pound of bacon every morning <laughs> like he right exactly but no so it was, it was just it was kind of a great and like he was at the end he's like that song is very cathartic for me like it's a great like song about like just getting it off his chest like i know rod swanson's amazing i'm sorry i can't live up to what you want <laughs> like Aww. but no, it, was a, it was a very very good show so they uh but they were actually taping a special and so that's how it relates to hbo netflix is it's gonna oh, show cool. up on one of those probably netflix because they seem like i think they're quote like their stand-up game has been much stronger than hbo recently rage they have they have the david yeah, chappelle exactly. one yeah they got oh, tons, stuff. They got tons of ones on netflix now and i feel like new ones coming out all the time um and hbo used exactly. to rock that like that used to be the yep, place they used to be the king of the stand-up specials um and uh netflix is kind of catching up so my guess is that netflix is going to uh is going to be the one where the specials at so but most likely, yeah. yeah. I feel like HBO though doesn't take chances on a lot of things, like Netflix yeah, does. No, I agree. I agree. Because there are definitely like there are a lot of shows on Netflix, and most of them you don't hear about because they're not mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, it's, that's so true. You know, like if you browse Netflix, you could see like Netflix original. It's like some random show you've never heard of, and you probably have not heard about it for exactly. a good reason. <laughs> but like, then you have like the Diamond in the Rough stuff. Like you have like Stranger Things, which by the way, season three is gonna. Yeah. Been confirmed. Amen. 
um, and like all these other great mm-hmm. shows. But I don't know. HBO, I feel like, doesn't do that very often. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, one thing is I noticed this with Netflix, like, way back when they first started getting into original programming, because like the big flagship thing that was really like, them breaking into original programming was House of Cards. And like I remember when it was mm-hmm. first announced and it's like Netflix is making their own original series. It's got Kevin Spacey, which back at the time was a good thing. Um, and like they're going to like develop this great original content. Everyone's like, okay, hopefully it works out because like that's a big gamble for a company that's never done this before. Um, and yeah. one thing that I always thought was interesting is that House of Cards kind of felt like a pilot type thing where they would do it and see how it happened, like how, how it did and then maybe do more stuff. But what actually happened is they had a lot more in the pipeline because when house of cards came out, like there were three or four original shows that were also released within the next like month or two after that. And so like Mm -hmm. from my mind, it felt like house of cards was going to be this one isolated thing that would possibly lead to more stuff. But it's like, Nope, they were already planning like full speed ahead to do this. And so I was kind of like shocked and like taken aback a little. I was like, wow, there's other Netflix original stuff and uh now if you look at it today like the one of the number one selling features of Netflix is their original content compared to what it used to be back in the DVD days of getting movies which is kind of interesting. <laughs> DVD kids these days they don't even They're crazy don't even... DVDs. I went to the library yesterday and they still have VHS. No way. No way. No way. Yeah, they had 101 Dalmatians, 102 Dalmatians and 102 Dalmatians Christmas nice. edition. It's a whole new so, world. Different movie. That was, was it Beauty and the Beast? Belle goes into the giant big castle and he roars. And she goes, I can show you the world. It's, Al- it's oh, Aladdin. I loved Aladdin. You know what my favorite Aladdin movie is? <laughs> you didn't even know, you know what You know my favorite Aladdin movie is? I, 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 Your favorite Aladdin okay, movie? The first one's great, but for whatever reason, what? for whatever reason, the direct-to-home video, like the third one, The King of Thieves, I think it was, where like he finds and meets his father, and like Atlantis is on the back of a turtle that's walking around the ocean. I loved that what? movie. It resonated with me. I don't think anybody has ever seen it. I actually, I don't think I've ever. No, seen I don't. It. I don't think I've ever met another person that even knows it exists. So much so that I'm worried that I might be making up this. This movie in my head <laughs> like I'm kind of worried I had a weird really weird dream as a child and I've convinced myself that it was a movie that I watched but I all right love well it. good thing we have something called the internet now because I got it was called Aladdin Prince of oh, is that thieves? what it was okay Prince of Thieves not King of Thieves well I don't know maybe it was I don't know well the Prince of Thieves would make sense because his father would be the oh and the King of Thieves I, yes <laughs> Also known as Aladdin 3. Aladdin I got that the, the third Thieves one too, right? Yes. And the second direct-to-video sequel to the 1992 animated film Aladdin. Nice. Oh, wow. And Robin Williams yeah. was in it, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Usually on those, those uh, direct-to-DVD mm-hmm. ones, they don't have the regular. Yeah, movie. I want to. I'm trying to see. Uh, ooh, yeah. Based on 11 reviews collected, why is it only 11 reviews collected by Rotten Tomatoes? The film received 27% approval rating from critics with an average score of 4.8 out of 10. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah. yeah the, so, but the New York Times praised the sequel as far better than The Return of Jafar. However, I feel like that's a low bar. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> this was this was this was far better than the sequel direct home video, <laughs> direct to VHS movie. 
Uh, so they somehow learned a little bit of their mistakes, but not enough to not make this film. <laughs> so anyways, I don't know. I feel like I kind of want to watch it now. All right. I guess we're going to have, have a movie, movie night. night. I feel like I'm worried that it's uh, that it's going to be bad. So, uh, <laughs> so it was me and Sam, have. she wanted to watch a movie. She wanted to watch... Uh, <laughs> You want to watch Step Up 3, um, which if you guys don't know, Step Up 3 also had the very uh, very special honor of being Step Up 3D because it was released in 3D, Whoa. right? Yes. Um, so Sam wanted to watch it, and it's like, in like the first like 30 minutes, she's like, she's like, this was way better when I was 11. <laughs> it's like, I was like, first of all, I feel really fucking old. And like, second of all, yeah, I could see why this would appeal to an 11 year old kid. Step up 3D. Yeah. Like, what's even the point? <laughs> no. Like, what 3D elements are happening in Step Up? <laughs> but you can tell. Besides an arm We're watching swinging. it in 2D, obviously. But, like, you can tell, like, so many of the scenes are shot where it's like, we need to make this cool for 3D. And it's like, they'll oh jump towards God. the camera. Or, like, they had a scene with water. It's like, the only reason they're using the water is because they can make it look cool in 3D. And, like, there was a point where, like, some guy, like, threw dirt at the camera. There's balloons going. It was just, yeah. You can tell, like, the parts where it's like, the only reason this is in here is because that looks cool in 3D. So, I hate me too. 3D. I'm glad that's kind of passe now. Oh, thank yeah. God! Everyone was like, "It's the future," and I'm like, "No, please, no." <laughs> it's the future, and then they realized how to make an even higher version of resolution, and we got 4K, and then 3D yeah. was forgotten about. So it's, but it's like, oh yeah. By the way, you want to watch this 3D movie? It's gonna be like ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's like, wow, I can see an arm kind of come out of the screen. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's worth ten dollars. Oh the 3D phase. We are so lucky that that didn't catch on more. Thank God. It was like I hated Me that too. so much. Me too. I was. I think I saw one movie in 3D. One or two, maybe. I saw Spy Kids 3D. Nice, nice. Was it uh, everything you hoped and dreamed it would be? Actually, wait. I think it was the fourth one. Oh my it? God, that would totally wait. Third. It would totally be a thing where it's like the fourth one is like Spy Kids 3D. Oh, it was Spy Kids 4D. <laughs> I it, think was? it was. Fuck it. We're oh, Google. Spy Kids 3. <laughs> the Synaptics podcast. Tindering and Googling. No, 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 no. It was, it was Spy Kids no. 3 because it was Spy Kids 3 game over. How many um, how many movie series do you think had a third installment born out of the 3D craze? Like, they were just going to leave it at, like, the original plus a sequel. And then 3D came along. And a lot of people were like, I got a perfect idea. It's super, no one else is going to think of this. Let's make a 3D one, which is also the third iteration of the movie. We can call it something 3D. I totally would have made millions. Probably yeah, a I lot. I feel like that was in every board meeting ever. Oh, my God. You were right, too. What? Spy Kids for all the time in the world in 4D. Yes. It was like, there was no way that, like, that seemed too real in my head. It was like the whole Aladdin thing all over again. It had the one where you can, like, smell oh, shit. God. Aroma scope, as they call it. Oh, my God. You got it. Like, really? Oh, man. I... How the hell? Like, how much money did they pay Jessica Alba? <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> Right. He got nominated for five no awards. Way. Kill me. Oh man. <laughs> I've never heard of any of these things. <laughs> the Blimp Award? Oh, God. oh so they're they're fake for... awards. Alright, that makes sense then. <laughs> Favorite butt kicker, Jessica Alba nominated. <laughs> oh, I love this. That's amazing. That's so good. 
Okay, that's that is weird. weird. I'm gonna, weird. gonna X out of that really yes. quick. Yeah. Uh Skinky. Real yeah. quick, because we're 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 uh running out of time. But there's something that you that you sent. Holy shit! Right, yeah, we are. There was something that you sent me that you wanted to talk about. I, I want to say, do you think we can get a, we can get it done in short order? Yeah, we could talk about. Uh, it. What is it that you sent me? Okay, there's a lot of stuff in it actually, yeah. but um, so I was browsing the Twitch subreddit, which I don't do anymore really because I don't really like so, reading things. Real, real um, quick aside though, when you sent this to me, like I thought in my head, I was like, how much is Skinky on the Twitch subreddit? Because I was like, I feel like this is the second thing I've gotten from you like in a few months. I was like, I feel like he spends all of his time there, but I was not true. I, yeah, I. I used to spend a lot of time on there. I used to start my morning okay, on the Twitch subreddit. Yeah. But um, I don't really give a fuck anymore. So if you haven't been, if you haven't been noticing, um, so I don't really go on there anymore because I don't know. It's the same shit yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, so I just yeah. ignore it. But this one I thought was kind of okay. interesting. Um, and it's a post that came out about a week ago and it's called... Um, if well, it's titled "If you think things aren't going well behind the scenes at Twitch, you're not alone. Actual Twitch employees think things aren't going well." So I'm like, "Oh, well, that's kind of interesting. I wonder what's mm -hmm. in there." Um, and it's, it's highly upvoted, and um, it's kind of a difficult post to explain. But pretty much what it is is that someone looked at the glass door reviews of twitch if you don't know what glassdoor is it's like a website where people employees can review their mm -hmm. companies uh, anonymously and they could like give you an idea about what the yeah. company's like um so twitch has one and after looking at it they found that there was a huge dip um in late 2016 until now in the company's percentage of happy mm -hmm. employees and it was let's see the company had 4.4 wait so end of 2016 the company had four uh, and a half star rating and 85 percent of employees would recommend working mm -hmm. there and 95 percent of companies uh of companies of employees approved of the ceo and now uh twitch has 2.5 stars 43 percent would recommend working there with a friend Working there to a friend, and forty-four percent of employees approved the CEO. Mm -hmm. So, thought it was kind of interesting a little bit. I wanted to see what M Call thought about it. There's a lot of, I mean, I'm just kind of there, there's the whole bunch of stuff in there. People post the reviews, and there's actually even Twitch employees supposedly. I mean, you can't confirm that they are that right in the um, anonymously right in the comment mm -hmm. section, but like you can't really tell who they are, so you, yeah. know, you don't know. But um, yeah, I kind of wanted to know your thoughts on it and uh, what this. Uh, so, means. like, right off the bat, the my kind of my gut instinct always with Glassdoor is that it tends to skew very negative. Um, just because in general, like, you're you're really mostly rating your employer when you're leaving. 
right? If you're at your job and you're very happy and you're very satisfied, there's not really anything that's going to like trigger or prompt you to go to Glassdoor to leave a positive review, right? But if you're like leaving the company either by choice or by force, like you're maybe on the way out, you're like, oh man, I want I want people to know, you know, the bad things about this company. So I feel like it, it does tend to skew a little bit negative. So sometimes I take Glassdoor stuff with a grain of salt. Um, because like I've had family members that when they were going to look for a new job, they looked at Glassdoor stuff and like that made them very hesitant about the company. And then they've joined the company. Everything was great. Right. Like, and like maybe some of the reviews are blown out of proportion and stuff like that. Um, so that's just kind of like the mindset I was going in when like starting to read the post. Um, however, I feel like there, if, it feels more credible because a lot of what is talked about in the post, um, you kind of see external, like come out externally. Like a, a great example is like they're they're very un, they're very unhappy with the CEO um, Emmett uh, Shear, I believe his last name is. Um, they're they're yeah, yeah they're not they're now. they're not very they're not very happy with him saying that like he's not good at like leading the company he's not good at like kind of create the company doesn't have like a good management structure right now and it feels like there's kind of like not a good new flowing of ideas which what that you see a lot of that on the outside right at twitchcon we got a lot of the stuff that they gave us was everyone was like yeah that's stuff we've been asking for for years so thank you but also it's not really anything new right and um like some of the things yeah. like sub gifting should have been safe for twitchcon right i think that was a big huge thing and it's a cool announcement to do there but like the raid feature like they could have released that a month or two earlier right like that didn't need big stage presence time and so a lot of it felt like all right well let's kind of hold features for what we want to put at twitchcon because we need something to be able to show everyone um and so it kind of some of the things that you're reading, you're like, all right, we kind of see that on the outside, right? Like, or at least we haven't really seen too much contrary to what that is. Um, and the second thing, that big thing that kind of happened was um, Amazon acquired Twitch. And so now Twitch is being integrated into Amazon. And even if companies say, oh, no, they'll stay separate as their own type of thing. Well, that's not always going to be completely true because it doesn't make sense, right? If Amazon has expertise to offer twitch about scaling up twitch to reach more people and stability stability and stuff like that then they're going to want to start sharing that but like now you have like the twitcher the twitcher the culture of twitch and the culture of amazon might be clashing a little bit and that could be causing other problems um and so that's kind of like what a lot of the post is talking about um and i i don't know so it feels there's something about it that feels credible to me um, and I can't really put my yeah. finger on why it is compared to maybe other Glassdoor reviews I would read. But there's something about it where like I look at it and I'm like, this seems like it might be what's happening going on behind the scenes. And I feel like there's a lot of streamers that I know that they're not really necessarily unhappy with Twitch, but they're kind of looking at like something feels off. Right. There's something feels off about the way Twitch is moving mm -hmm. um, or what they're moving to or what they seem to be emphasizing. It's just there's, there's something just doesn't seem what it used to be back in the day. And like if this could be kind of showing why we're seeing that on the outside. I think at the end of the day, as long as I mean, Twitch can if there are problems and they aren't corrected, we could get into a thing where like the direction of Twitch does go in a bad way and then people want to leave the service because they don't feel like it actually embodies what they like about it. Um, but 
unless Twitch does start making moves in that way, it's not. I don't think there's really much to be concerned about because a lot of what makes Twitch great isn't the Twitch side of things. It's what everyone else makes, right? Like the best like example of that is the Kappa emote, right? An employee put that in to the system for completely innocuous reasons, and then the Twitch communities took that and created what we know Kappa to be today. You know what I mean? Um, Raids, which Mm -hmm. is now a feature in Twitch, was created based on the communities of Twitch and like what they did. So like a lot of the stuff that we love about Twitch um, is about the people that stream and watch Twitch. And as long as they don't royally fuck up a lot of stuff, then I think it should be fine. It'll just feel like there's something weird going on with the company or the company feels more distant from the communities than it has been in the past, but it could be, it could be still good going forward. So Hmm. there's also this this big rewrite that everyone hates. So um, maybe that is an example of them just fucking up royally. So you may have the website. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That that kind of sucks. Well, so, (laughs) but yeah, what, what do you think? When I, when I read it, I honestly got. I, I was a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because things kind of made sense to me mm-hmm. once I read it a little bit. Because I never really thought that, like, you always hear all the time that, like, people at Twitch are fucking up and they're not doing the right thing and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And just because of these Glassdoor reviews, like, I, I don't trust Glassdoor reviews. Like, that mm-hmm. often i'll read them if i'm going to apply to a company and be like hmm, okay that's something i look out and mm-hmm. look out for but you know anyone can make a glass door so it yeah. doesn't really matter to me but um like i'm i'm just seeing a lot of different weird kind of issues for a website that is amazon backed mm-hmm. yeah. in some way um like just like even like small things like this new beta layout of the website is just it's weird like youtube has their Mm -hmm. own problems they've had layout problems since they were bought by google looks like twitch is going the same way (laughs) so um i don't know i was kind of it really disappointed me to read like some of the things like i didn't know if the ceo was also the cto and the coo kind of weird you know like uh it's just i don't i don't know what's what's going Mm -hmm. on there and it doesn't necessarily make me scared about the future of Twitch, but I think my my big concern is that there is going to be something that someone royally fucks mm-hmm. up at Twitch, and that's when Amazon is going to be like, "Okay, guys, yeah, no, we're we're going to need to mm-hmm. take this over because like you can't yeah. handle this anymore." Yeah. No, yeah, and that could change. Which I think is the scariest yeah. thing that could happen it could totally i mean that that that's something that really scares me yeah no i (laughs) i agree with you i one of this a lot of what twitch is is a good example about how company change companies change as they grow and you kind of need to adapt on like your structure um as it changes like uh i think it's a really when she tweets out about how like crazy it is that when she started there was only like 
40 people there and now like there's like hundreds of people employed by twitch not even counting the amazon side because obviously there's significantly more but like just twitch itself even before it was acquired by amazon like there's like hundreds of employees and when you scale up from smaller teams to bigger teams like things have to change on the back side of it right like and part of that a great example is that maybe when they were smaller he could be ceo cto coo but now that you're bigger you might be better done by three different people instead of one person and yeah. they're all in sometimes it's hard to see when that change happens like when you should like there's not like a different times like oh when this happens you need to change and have it go like this and that doesn't always apply to every company but so like that's how you can kind of get like lulled into this false sense of security of like no no twitch has been great and what has worked in the past that's what people loved and so we got to keep that going forward but it's like no you're not actually the same as you were back then um and people rely on it to various extents now so it's like you kind of have to take all of that into consideration and they might not have done it um it is one of the scary things, mm-hmm. like you said, about like that Amazon could step in and be like, all right, like you guys aren't good stewards of this. We're just going to take control. Um, part of the reason, and you, I'm not to put words in your mouth, but for at least for me, it's scary because like Amazon doesn't feel like it has a lot of heart behind it, right? You look at like Amazon.com yeah. and it's like, it's like the like essence of cold consumerism, right? Like it's just exactly. like, a like it's just, yeah. and so you kind of look. Yeah, so like you look at it like, all right, like, are you going to do well for this thing that like has like subcultures and stuff like that? Um, And one thing that gives me a little bit of hope that Amazon kind of understands it is actually like the Kindle, because the Kindle went on for many years where people were like begging for certain software updates. Like one of the big ones is having less left justification of text and like Amazon would never give it, like never give it. And then all of a sudden... They did, and they started to bring out Kindles with hardware buttons again that people have been requesting. So it's almost like the Kindle team was going on this one where it's like, we don't care about anyone. We're like the soulless, heartless company. And then they kind of change over and be like, no, 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 we love readers again, and we want to support what they love and what they want. And so not that it made like a, necessarily a giant change. I'm kind of projecting this out based on two small things, but that at least gives me a little bit of hope that like they wouldn't necessarily like take it out gut twitch and like just put in mindless people that run it like they might be like all right if we are gonna we think they're doing poor job we're gonna restructure it but we're gonna try and restructure it but keep it to the way that twitch likes it because we still want it to make money so mm-hmm. there's a little bit of hope that they would do it correctly yeah. but not that much hope it, it would worry me yeah yeah so. i i think this is a twitch is in a is interesting spot because a lot of the people there's there's a lot of people that really need mm-hmm. the platform and they the platform pretty much pl- provide well, the audience obviously but the platform if it wasn't for the platform then the audience wouldn't be there for people to you know literally yeah. make money so i think there's this weird kind of disconnect where not maybe not a disconnect but um people who you know make all their money on twitch and use it as a lifestyle don't only s- put their trust in twitch but they put a lot of their trust in employees of twitch and sometimes very specific employees (laughs) Mm -hmm. it seems you know like the partners manager and all these specific people that do all these specific jobs to make sure that people can make twitch like a Mm full-time thing for them um so if something like happens and Amazon buys out and there's like, there becomes this whole different new dynamic that 
no one knows what will mm-hmm. happen to these people or this company or this brand yeah. or anything. So it gets a little scary. Um, so to see to see a post like that, to be like, you know, shit's not going right. Uh, you know, I'm sure every company mm-hmm. has their problems, you know, obviously. But I don't know. It just kind of kind of made me a little not scared, but definitely yeah. disappointed. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So hopefully, hopefully it turns around. And it was a weird just bump on the road and growing pains and it'll all be better soon hopefully optimism yeah but in, in just in case guys go follow me on mixer mixer.tv slash uh skanky with an a instead of an x because mixer allows that <laughs> <laughs> yeah they already partnered partnered me too i haven't even uh, streamed yeah, on their platform oh the, i mean I don't blame them i would want the skanky fam over there also so i'd be like whatever we need whatever we have to do let's get him over here so let's do it do it Let's do it. We'll partner him. He'll make a few dollars a month. It'll be great. <laughs> a few dollars so, a month, yeah. But more like a year. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Uh yes, I have a small streamer shout out to exactly, make. Exactly. That's what I say. On the back of that, let's uh go positive now. Yeah, let's do a great small streamer. This is not really a small streamer. Is that bad? <laughs> we didn't do it last week, so <laughs> there's a there's a uh, I mean, it depends on what you see as small, yes, so whatever. All relative. Um, but this is someone that I have watched for a very long time and I don't talk in her chat or anything because I'm a weirdo and I'm embarrassed, but um I love you, Skanky. I love what? I said I love you, Skanky. <laughs> <laughs> but I love watching her streams because she's incredible and i'm sure some of you have already heard about her i think you already know who she is i'm called but her name is beth freeman artist do you know beth no i don't actually you don't know beth oh i'm actually really happy to excited to check this out god i love beth she's so awesome she has such an amazing accent (laughs) and she's from essex and she does art every once in a while um she's an amazing artist by the Mm -hmm. way uh, but recently she got a new job as she makes, uh, guitars. Oh, really? Not on Twitch oh. though. She hasn't made a guitar on Twitch. I would love <laughs> I was to like, see I'm her. I so excited. <laughs> Beth, make a guitar. Yes. Anyway, um, and right now she's been streaming this game called Rocksmith. Okay. And it's like this game that's kind of like. I actually don't know how to describe it. It's like you connect it to your real guitar mm-hmm. and you kind of play it like, like, wait, what's the game with the freaking guitar and the rock band shit? guitar hero rock band. Yeah. Guitar hero. Yeah. You kind of play like guitar hero, but you play it on your real guitar. Okay. Okay. Um, it's very, very cool. And she's been playing that for a while now. And yeah, That's she's awesome, just amazing. Actually. Go. Yeah. She's incredible. So go check out Beth Freeman artist. She's incredible. B E T H F R E E M A N A R T I S T, and go send her shenanigans love because she's the the bee's name. I can't wait. That's awesome. Oh, she streams. When does she when does she stream? Uh, she streams uh Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Fridays at around five to six p.m. GMT. Nice. Uh, onwards until I feel like I'm dying. So there you go. And sometimes she'll be streaming on Sundays. Nice, that's awesome. Which is today, and she is streaming today. So definitely go and check her out. She's amazing. excellent. I actually can't wait. I'm really excited. That's I happen. can't believe you've never heard of Beth. No, before. I haven't. I haven't. This is awesome. This is great. Um, this is great. This is great. I can't wait to. I can't wait to go check her out and follow her. Um, 
You know what happens after the food after the food finish? You know what happens after the small streamer shout out, Skanky? We end the stream. Surprise, surprise. We talk about food. Did you have a food finish or no? Uh, I can have one unless you have a one that supersedes me. Well, I had the one that LC asked us. Which one was that? She asked us how we have our tuna fish. Wait, where was this? I did not see this anywhere. This was in the Shenantics, um Discord room. Hold on, I'm searching tuna. <laughs> searching tuna. Oh, Jesus, you're right. How do you like tuna sandwiches? <laughs> do you prepare them? Pickles, mayo, red vinegar. You're right. I, I'm, I am sorry, Skanky and Elsie. That's I'm okay. So I mean, I'm you know, embarrassed actually. Not, what else? I mean, you should I'm be. actually reading through right now because now I, I'm worried I've missed any, any other stuff. I actually said something you did. right after there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> what do you well. What do you know? Um. You know what's actually kind of interesting is I don't like fish, but you like tuna fish, right? Not all the time. Sometimes I get into. Oh, not, sometimes okay. I get into this weird thing where like. I, for whatever reason, I'm craving a tuna fish sandwich. Um, it's uh-huh. very, very, very like rare and unique, like weird thing. I think my standard tuna fish sandwich is um, was it mayo and tuna, and I, that's just that. If I'm feeling really, really feisty, then I'll throw some pickles on there. But I love pickles, by the way. Mm. But like, I feel like for whatever reason, I'm not always feeling the pickles on the tuna fish sandwich. Really. Mm-hmm. Huh, tuna fish sandwich on like a toasted bread too. Oh man, I want a tuna oh. fish sandwich right now, actually. <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, how do you prepare your tuna fish sandwich? So I have a couple of different ways. Okay. Um number one, I like a plain tuna fish sandwich, just mayo. Okay. Um, and I'll have that. But I also like to chop up some celery and put it in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, Every once in a while I could I can see the celery. Yeah, that'd be good. The celery is good because it adds a little bit of crunch in there. Mm-hmm. You always have to have toasted bread though with a with a tuna sandwich. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that non toasted shit. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I also like uh, tuna melts. What's a tuna melt? What's a tuna melt? Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> now I know, now you know how I felt when he said you had never had a tamale. You've never had a tamale. You've never had a tamale. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> a tuna a tuna melt is you take a nice little toasted bread, okay, white or rye, whatever floats your okay. boat, okay. Mm-hmm. You put that nice little tuna fish on there, whatever whatever the hell you want. You take a slice of American cheese, mm-hmm. put it on over top, melt that bad boy in the oven. Doesn't the tuna get slap... weird? No, not at okay. all. You don't have to put it in the oven if you don't want I'm to. On, you can put it like in okay. a... You can do a tuna sandwich in a George Foreman grill. You ever do that? No, I've never done that. You mean, or AKA oh a panini God. maker? <laughs> no. Oh, we can't use a panini no, 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 maker? No, a George Foreman grill. Do you know he named all of his 25 kids George? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can put... <laughs> that as a no. <laughs> he has 25 kids? I don't know how many he has, but I think they're all named George. Even... <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You keep talking. I'm gonna go head on over and talk to my friend on the internet real quick to see if that is true. George Foreman. Come look at it up. Don't worry. I don't know how to spell. You know his nickname. His nickname is Big George. George. I can't find anything about how many kids he has. Wait, where's it? Just said. Just said. I named twelve kids. Twelve. Okay, I was like getting close. It's actually higher than I would have thought. 
Oh my God, George the George Junior, George the Third, George the Fourth, George the Fifth, George the Sixth. <laughs> I named all my sons George, Edward Foreman, so they would always have something in common. I say to them, if one of us goes up, then we all go up together. If one of us goes down, we all go down together. As with his father, George the Third, <laughs> has pursued. A career of something, blah, 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 blah. The two daughters from his marriage are Natalia and Leola. His three daughters from a separate marriage are Mickey, Frida, and Georgetta. Okay. <laughs> Georgetta! <laughs> but all, the, all, the, all of his sons are named George. So. I mean, I think he should have named his daughter. I, was, that's what I thought he had, and I was like, much props and respect to you, man. Like, you stick with it. But no, instead he wavered. He wavered. That's why he's not a boxer anymore. That's why he sells grills. He can't waver in boxing. God, he had a lot of wins. And then he probably had a daughter and didn't name her George. And was like, I got to retire. Exactly. That's what happened. Oh, imagine losing your last fight. That's sad. Anyway, sorry. The whole daughter George thing, Skakey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so George Foreman Grill. All right, or as you like, as you plebeian like to call it, a panini press. All right, and you put that in there. You put a little, just one slice, one slice or two is fine, and smush that bad boy down. It's amazing. I have to try. Get it. some French fries next to it. Boom. Nice. All right, I'm Done. gonna try it. I'll do it. We'll see. Do it. Yeah. Eat it. Love it. We'll do. I will eat it and love it. All right, Skinky. That's been another episode of Shenantics. You guys, new episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for us to hang out with you all day long. It's great. Just put on Shenantics on repeat and just never stop listening. Uh, if you guys don't know where to find Shenantics because like your friend randomly gave you this audio file, you can find it wherever you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store and Google Play Store or at our website at shenantics.rocks. If you ever have any time and you're feeling like being one cool cat, head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review saying that you think we're amazing because we have great opinions on food and small streamers if you have any questions for us you can send us a tweet uh at twitter.com shenanticspod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the discussion head to shenanticsrocks slash about and there's an invite link to our discord server where tons of cool people are telling us why we are wrong <laughs> about a lot of stuff uh, the face palms the face palms from last week's episode where i had to fit dating into the neutrality discussion was just amazing i loved it yeah. <laughs> perfect <laughs> anyways but yeah so you can head over to the discord and join awesome cool friends there skanky where can they find you on the internet they can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky s-k-x-n-k-y and on twitter at iskanky i-s-k-a-n-k-y and M Cole, where can they find you they can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore m-c-u-l and the underscore symbol and the same username on twitter twitter.com slash mcole underscore skanky it was great talking to you this week great talking to you too i'll see you next time goodbye Goodbye, everyone.